More than four decades and two Hall of Fames later, yeah. Trey Ware is still waking up Texas. Up to date, up to the minute, and kind of get the late-breaking stories right away. Yeah. The 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware, now on FM 1071. Hey, baby! Yeah! Good morning, my fellow Americans. The show that's about a liberty and truth, arming you with the truth so that you will never be a slave to any man or any government. Trey Ware here, KTSA. We're going to dive into the news, and I'm just warning you ahead of time, this is a big day. This is a huge news day, so hang on for a whirlwind tour of what's going on in your world that affects you, my patriotic brothers and sisters listening this morning. And as always, you can be a part of it at 210-599-5555. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, Jimmy. Good morning, Don. We got you covered this morning. With big stories, including the escalator attack. I want you to go to my page, the Treyware page, KTSA.com. The uh, President of the United States threatened the Speaker of the House yesterday, and I believe, uh, threatened his life, I believe. But we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, Alexander uh, Mayorkas was impeached by the House last night. And shocking new reports about Obama and Brennan and a spy operation that was, well, the biggest story of American politics if it plays out. And I'll get to all of this coming up with you this morning. But again, the phones are always open and the text machine is always open. You can call or text at 210-599-5555-210. 599-5555. Here we go. I want to start with the escalator attack. I want to invite you to go to the Treyware page at KTSA.com. That's my name, KTSA.com. The video of the escalator attack is up there. I want these people found. I want you to look at them, and then if you see their faces somewhere, I want you to call the police. I don't want you to encounter them and anything like that. I want you to call police. But we need to find these people. The um, word in the media today is that we don't know if this was provoked or not. Now, listen, that doesn't matter. I don't care if the old man told this dude to go to hell and turned around and walked off. I don't care what preceded this. What is important is the old man got on the escalator, was riding up the escalator, and this guy, much younger and much bigger than him, came up behind him and yanked him Till the old man fell in the escalator, broke his head open, has internal injuries, has a broken uh, hand or something, wrist, finger, whatever it is, tore him up pretty good. And two females with this guy as well. We need to find them all. They need to be uh, presented with charges, and uh, and and we will, by the way, when they're found, we have two objectives. One is to find out if they're here in this country legally or not. If this is another attack of an illegal alien on a U.S. citizen, we want to know that. And number two, we want to hold the DA accountable to bring maximum charges against these people. Could be attempted murder in my book. According to former prosecutors that I was talking about yesterday, that could be as simple as assault, but it could be attempted murder. So we want to find these folks. Treyware page, KTSA.com, Treyware page, KTSA.com. Now, Joe Biden yesterday, uh, I believe, threatened Speaker Johnson after talking about this mess of a bill where all this money is going to go to Ukraine instead of our own southern border. 
And coming up later this half hour, we'll have the sound from that press conference yesterday where Joe Biden made at least an implicit, but the way I view it, an explicit threat against the Speaker of the House. When he finished, instead of saying like he typically does, may God protect our troops, Joe Biden said, may God protect our Speaker. Now, mafia dons do that all the time, where they say, hey, and I can't do a mafia voice, but hey, may God protect your soul. That's a threat. It's a clear threat. And you're going to hear it coming up and the rest of this mess of a press conference yesterday. Again, the slurring of the words and the confusion, the yelling and all that stuff was part of it yesterday. Alejandro Mayorkas was impeached last night. Very close vote. One vote made the difference. First time a cabinet secretary has been impeached in the U.S. Congress since 1876. There were three Republicans who voted against it, Mike Gallagher, Ken Buck, and Tom McClintock. Uh, Joe Biden sounded off, or at least his ex-account sounded off. I'm sure he was wide asleep, saying history will not look kindly on House Republicans for their blatant act of unconstitutional partisanship that has targeted an honorable public servant in order to play petty political games. Well, let me tell you something. That is exactly what the Democrats did to Donald Trump, not once but twice. The Democrats had a blatant act of unconstitutional partisanship against Donald Trump twice. They targeted him. He was an honorable and is an honorable public servant, and they were playing petty political games. So, once again, Joe Biden is saying Republicans are doing exactly what Democrats already did to Donald Trump. But the fact of the matter is, Donald Trump didn't break any rules. Donald Trump didn't break any laws. Donald Trump did everything by the book. Alejandro Mayorkas, on the other hand, was put in the position of Department of Homeland Secretary, Homeland Security, for one purpose and one purpose only, and that was to open our southern border, to engineer a collapse of the southern border, which he did. He's an attorney in his previous life. He knows the laws. He knows immigration. And I'm not, I don't really care that his parents immigrated from Cuba. That, that has no effect on this whatsoever. This man has violated his constitutional oath and created high crimes, committed high crimes by allowing our border, by engineering, not allowing, but by engineering the collapse of the southern border. Instead of Joe talking about the 94% increase in fentanyl deaths since 2019, Instead of Joe talking about more people on the terror watch list right now have been arrested at the border than previous six years combined, instead of him talking about any of that, he's defending the man who engineered the collapse of the southern border. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with how impeachments work, but this now moves over to the Senate. They will deliver in a box, in a wooden box, the articles of impeachment. It's a ceremonial thing, very solemn, because it's as serious as Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, said yesterday, next to declaring war, this is as serious as it gets. They will walk that box with those articles of impeachment over to the Senate. The Senate Sergeant-at-Arms and the Senate Pro Tem will accept those. And then they will have a trial in the Senate. The the trial must begin um, the next day. And they'll have a trial in the Senate. 
And in that trial, that's so. So the way to look at this, if you're not familiar with the with the proceedings, what the House did last night is the indictment. Okay, they are like the grand jury. They have indicted now Alejandro Mayorkas for high crimes and misdemeanors. That indictment is then carried by hand over to the Senate, presented to those who are reigning over the Senate. The Senate is where the trial happens. The trial and then the sentence, which the the sentence obviously is removal. Now, of course, with the Democrats and the corrupt Republicans controlling, meaning John Cornyn and and, and Mitch McConnell and the others, who control the uh, Senate, it's it's almost a lost cause that you're going to get a conviction and get a removal from the Senate of Alejandro Mayorkas. Even if you do, then Obama-Biden, which is what this is, Obama-Biden, will then appoint another far lefty that has the same views as Alejandro Mayorkas in order to continue to destroy our country through illegal immigration. But as I've said many times before, that's no reason to not do it. I hear from people who say, well, you know, nothing's going to change, so why should we do it? Hell with that. Nope. You do exactly what this Constitution calls for, and that is you go after this guy if he's violating the Constitution. Enough of the Washington, D.C. sewer and the excuses that people are always putting up. We can't be successful, so why are we even trying? Now, the sewer... And the number one sewer rat, Barack Obama, got some of his other sewer rats together, meaning John Brennan and James Clapper and the others in the intelligence world. And apparently, they opened up, according to new reporting from Matt Taibbi and Mike Schellenberger, they opened up a new spy ring in 2016 prior to the presidential election of 2016, and again prior to the presidential election of 2020. According to the reporting, now hang on, folks, this is big. This is as big as it gets. According to the reporting from Schellenberger and Taibbi, Obama and Brennan, at that time John Brennan was the head of the CIA, went to their foreign ops, which would be the English-speaking nations. There are five of them, five English-speaking nations that we work with, and we have foreign ops there. And they had those English-speaking nations begin a spying operation on Donald Trump and 26 of his associates. 26. Now, this is where this gets extremely, extremely important. First of all, having our own government with the president and the head of the CIA opening up a spying operation on somebody who had not been elected president had only announced. That's all he did was just announce that he was running for president. They were spying on him and 26 of his associates. Very obviously for the purposes of election interference very obviously for the purposes of initiating a soft and political coup on Donald Trump. And here is the interesting part. 
apparently right now, according to their reporting, there is panic in Washington, D.C. right now because all of these details are in a binder. And according to the reporting today, that binder is missing. And according to the speculation from the report, that's why the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. It is believed that that binder, which implicates Barack Obama, John Brennan, James Clapper, the others in our intelligence agencies, of beginning a spy ring against Donald Trump in 2016, they believed that binder to be at Mar-a-Lago, and that's why the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago looking for that binder, and they apparently, apparently, still can't find it. 210-599-5555. The President's uh, press conference from yesterday. Got that coming up and your calls as well. Trey Ware, KTSA. 37,025. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 521, Trey Ware, KTSA. 210-599-5555. Happy Valentine's Day to you. And, of course, today is Ash Wednesday. David, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, man. Good morning, sir. And before I make my 30-second comment, let me say, Ura, you always hit the bullseye every time, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now, if I remember correctly, it seems that they nailed Richard Nixon for only 10% of what these Democrats had done. Uh-huh. And as I was taught in the Marines, we, we the people, to paraphrase, are responsible for everything our politicians do and don't do. What's going on with the people? Well, you know what? Uh, we could make and, – and, David, thank you very much. I appreciate your comments and your call this morning, and please call back again sometime. Uh, we can make comparisons to a lot of this that's been going on in the history of this country, but we have never been at this moment, right? This has been um, um, a, a, t- a time that this country – a crisis like this country has never seen before on a number of fronts. We're uncovering stories about Obama and Brennan spying on a political – uh, opponent prior to the election and then uh, in the succeeding election spying on him once again uh, that is clear election interference and and they raided his home apparently allegedly looking for the binder that held all that information we've never had that kind of, of, of thing happen here in our country we have a president does not have the mental capacity to stand trial but yet somehow they defend him as having the mental capacity to oh you know work on a nuclear war program and have our nuclear codes and so on and so forth, and, and down the road it goes. Um, this is a crisis. This is a constitutional crisis. It's a presidential crisis, and there's note about that. We also have a financial crisis in this country. Yesterday's CPI numbers, that's Consumer Product Index. Familiarize yourself with that if you're not, CPI. Higher than it's ever been in the history of the country, and we'll talk more about that. Meanwhile, the president, in name only, came out yesterday to push for the $95 billion to be stolen from you and that money to be given to Ukraine. Now, a couple of things as we go through the sound this morning that I want to point out to you. First thing I want you to note is that I've never heard him this passionate about an American issue like our southern border, like the crime crisis or the fentanyl crisis He is more passionate 
about Ukraine. And keep in mind, last week he wore his Ukraine tie and his Ukraine lapel pin instead of the American flag. In his comments yesterday, he was more passionate about defending Ukraine than he's ever been about defending our southern border. He has never made comments about our southern border, about the crime in the streets, about the lawlessness we have happening here in our country. He's never, ever been this passionate about an American issue. Cut number four is where we're going to start, Jimmy. Now, what they're doing, his handlers are placing one of those dressing walls, those temporary dressing walls, in front of the door that he enters and exits from because he has all those handlers over there. I've been told he has handlers hiding behind that dressing wall. You know what I'm talking about? Those temporary dressing walls that you set up you can't see when people go behind them to, to change clothes. They have handlers back there to get him off the stage in a hurry, get him away from the podium. So in this, this is the beginning of the press conference, which he was one hour late to. As if we're all supposed to just sit around and wait for the old fart to show up to start speaking to us, he does this every time. The other day, he was two and a half hours late. Two and a half hours late. Yesterday is an hour late. And as he rounded the corner from behind that dressing wall, he started talking. He wasn't even at the podium yet. He was a good 25 feet away from the podium, and he starts delivering his speech. Listen to this. By a margin of 70 to 29 to move forward with the bipartisan. No, hold on. Is that, that's not cut number four, is it? Yeah. need cut number four, Jimmy. That's the one I need. This is where he is walking up to the podium. Before we begin, I'm going to make this statement. Let it stand on its own. I'm not going to take any questions, but I'll be taking questions tomorrow and the next day. Did you hear that? Let's do it again, Jimmy. This is where, where he was farther away. He's about 25 feet away from the podium. And then as he gets closer to the podium, you can hear him get louder. Go ahead. Good afternoon. Before we begin, I'm going to make this statement. Let it stand on its own. I'm not going to take any questions, but I'll be taking questions tomorrow and the next day. Okay. So, again, this guy's got the nuclear codes. Cut number three. He started yelling about the Republicans. For Republicans in Congress who think they can oppose funding for Ukraine and not be held accountable, history is watching. History is watching. History is watching. Failure to support Ukraine at this critical moment will never be forgotten. Have you ever heard him say anything like that concerning our southern border? Cut number six, Jimmy. Our southern border is completely wide open, and he has never, ever delivered a speech like that about our southern border. Listen to this. And I say to the House members, House Republicans, you got to decide. Are you going to stand up for freedom? Or are you going to side with terror and tyranny? You're going to stand with Ukraine? You're going to stand with Putin? Will we stand with America or with Trump? Republicans and Democrats in the Senate came together to send a message okay. of unity to the are world. Are you going to stand with America or are you going to stand with Trump? He just said that half of America, half of America is against America. <laughs> That's worse than Hillary's basket of deplorables. Cut number five, Jimmy, saying... You got to vote now. You got to vote now. You got to get this vote now. Listen to this. By a margin of 70 to 29 to move forward with the bipartisan national security bill. Now. Now it moves to the House. 
And I urge Speaker Johnson to bring it to the floor immediately. All right. Speaker Johnson says not coming to the floor. We got other issues. This is not coming to the floor. Cut number one, Jimmy. So at the end of his speech, Joe Biden threatens the Speaker of the House. Now, usually he says, God bless America. God protects our troops, right? He didn't say God protect our troops. He said, God protect our Speaker. God bless you all. May God protect our speakers. And I promise I'll come back and answer questions later. Thank you. So that was the other thing. He comes to make this statement. He comes to a press conference. And instead of answering questions on the press conference, he refuses to answer any questions. It was a mess of a press conference yesterday. That is a threat to Speaker Johnson. I think it's a. I think it's a physical threat. I. I would have. If he would have said that about me, I would have taken that as a physical threat. You know, God protect our speaker. There's no other reason for no. No other point for him to say that. No other reason for Joe Biden to make that statement. Big. Big financial news yesterday. I've got that coming up for you at 535. Trey Ware, KTSA. America's Diamond has never sold lab-grown diamonds. AFM 1071, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. The link to the attack on the North Star Escalator. The old man is up at my page, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. I'd like for you to go see it. And if you encounter these individuals who did this to this old man, call the, call the cops. Do not encounter them yourself. Do, do not do that. But contact the police let's find them and let's bring them to the police so the police can do what they need to do um okay so i'm getting some text in this morning some phone calls 210-599-5555 text says god bless our ktsa trey thank you very much i appreciate that good morning trey listen to you every day bomba and i go way back just wanted to say hi rush was my favorite and now you that's a compliment and i do consider that a high compliment i knew rush limbaugh and um and I'll tell you, he was uh, one great American, absolutely uh, for sure. So I, I can't carry his shoes, but I appreciate your thoughts, your sentiments. I have uh, Pat's Place in New Braunfels. Love to feed you and the bike uh, crew sometime. Have a great show. And that's David. David, thank you very much, and I'll take you up on that. We'll get up to Pat's Place at, at some point. Okay, so let's talk about the huge economic news that came out yesterday. I told you in the last half hour, if you were here, that this is a yesterday was a hu- another huge news day affecting all of us, and since this show is about liberty and truth, arming you with the truth, so that you will never be a slave to any man or any government. As long as you know the truth, you can live in freedom, and that's the point. Is that ABC is not telling you the truth? CBS fired Catherine Herridge yesterday for telling you the truth. Remember Catherine Herridge, uh, good-looking, short-haired person that was on uh, Fox News for the longest time. She had left Fox News years ago, went to work at CBS. She reported on the her report about Joe Biden and CBS candor yesterday. So, look, those media sources are not interested in telling you the truth. And here's what we have to do. If we're going to take our country back, what we must do is arm ourselves with the truth and be the bearers of truth to others. Because nobody else is doing it. It's, it's, it falls on you and me to make sure that everybody that you know knows the truth. I go back to the defeat of Prop A last year when I started to really tell you about Prop A. And we started to dig in and get the people on the air that talked about where Prop A had happened in other cities and the, and the destruction that came. And you stopped it because you started to tell everybody. I called it your circle of influence. 
Now let's talk about the economy. Let's talk about the numbers that came out yesterday. As far as inflation is concerned, inflation came roaring back last month, up 3.1%. And you may say, well, that's a small number, 3.1%. No, it's not. That is not a small number. That is a large number because the trending is headed up. The trending is not heading down. Everything is up. And these numbers that came out yesterday were stunning. So stunning, the stock market took a dive, big dive yesterday. Lost all of its gains from this year so far. Food up 21%. Rent up 19%. Power, your lights, all of that kind of stuff, up 29%. 60% of Americans, 60 are struggling just to buy groceries. The average American earnings for average Americans are down 3% under Joe Biden, and you put the inflation on top of that, now you're way behind in what you can afford to buy these days, and it's no surprise that 60% of Americans are struggling to buy groceries. Of course, David Asman over on Fox Business News did an awesome job, as did Rick Santelli on this yesterday. Asman landed all out how government spending is driving this. We go back to the great Milton Friedman who said that. Government spending drive this, drives this. What we're doing right now, particularly like with Ukraine, the $95 billion the Senate passed, that's all borrowed money. There's no offset. Not one penny of that is offset. That Every, every bit of the $95 billion is borrowed. And in order to sell that debt to, oh, China, let's say, because <laughs> that's where most of our debt is sold to, we are a debtor nation to China. In order to sell that debt to spend that $95 billion in Ukraine, they have to raise interest rates. <clears throat> Excuse me. To make those T-bills palatable or interesting for a country like China to buy our debt. They have to be paid more interest or else they're not interested in buying it. So as we do that, as we raise our interest rates in order to sell the debt, <clears throat> The average American cannot afford loans anymore for homes and things like that. So the average American is getting poorer over time. Not only are wages down under Joe Biden, but you're not able to borrow money to increase your own personal wealth. The number one driver of personal wealth in America is American home ownership. That's the number one driver of average Americans' personal wealth is home ownership. But they're driving the ability of young families to be able to borrow money. They're driving that out of their reach now like never before. Rick Santelli breaking it down yesterday. If you remember, the whole Tea Party movement, this is, a, this is you know ancient history, right? <laughs> this is going back to 08, 09. But if you remember, the Tea Party movement began when Rick Santelli stood on the floor of the stock exchange, the same floor that Elaine and I stood on years later in 2010, and he said, we have to have a movement in this country to get this under control. Rick Santelli yesterday, breaking down these numbers, showing that the CPI, that's the Consumer Price Index, the CPI, is higher now than it has ever been in the history of our country. Which means, when you go back in history and you compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges, 
The American consumer is spending more for everyday goods today than ever in the history of our country, and it was borne out in those numbers yesterday. Well, what does that mean? Under Joe Biden, the price of a gallon of gasoline has been above $3 for 974 days in a row. We're talking average national averages here. Under Trump, now this is an important one. It goes back to what I was just saying about home ownership. Average Americans being able to create wealth through home ownership. Under Donald Trump, if your home mortgage payment was $2,000 a month, you could afford a home that was valued over $460,000. The $2,000 a month payment got you a home valued at $460,000. Now, that's really improving your wealth, isn't it? Under Joe Biden, that same $2,000 a month mortgage payment gets you a house worthless $290K. Why? Because most of that $2,000 a month goes to interest now. Under Donald Trump, most of that $2,000 a month went to principal, so you could buy more house. You weren't paying much for the debt. You weren't paying more for the debt. Everybody understands how this works, right? We all dig it. So not only is Joe Biden making America poorer by reducing the value of your hard-earned dollar every day and how much buying power you have with that and how much goes to interest versus the principal on what you do buy, not only is that going on, but average wages are falling under Joe Biden as well. To the point now where 62, CNBC, by the way, is reporting this. It's not Fox News or some right-wing nut job website. CNBC. 62% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. 62%. That's the highest number of all time of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. And one final thing. Not only is the cost of everything from auto and home insurance to food and energy prices way up, not only are wages down, not only is your, your money buying less under Joe Biden than under Donald Trump, but the Center for Immigration Studies came out with a report yesterday. All, all employment growth has gone to the foreign-born. Now, you hear Joe Biden and his acolytes go to the cameras and say, well, look how many jobs I have created. I've created 14 trillion jobs. I've done an amazing job. Truth of the matter is, 183,000 fewer U.S.-born Americans are working than in 2019 before COVID. Yet, the number of immigrants, legal and illegal, 3 million since 2019. Last year, it was reported month after month that foreign-born workers were taking all the jobs while native-born Americans lost their jobs. Well, let's break down the numbers. 1.2 million native-born Americans lost their jobs in August. Millions of military-age males have invaded the U.S. since Joe Biden was installed in January 2021. So not only are there illegal aliens costing the U.S. billions of dollars per year, in the next segment, you're going to hear a stunning report from Marco Rubio, senator from Florida. But they are taking jobs and given access to health care as well. It's Bidenomics. It's a failure 
for the United States of America. I told you it was a big news day, and it is. There's a lot of information I need to get out to you, and we'll continue to do so, but I'm taking your calls and your texts at 210-599-5555. That's 210-599-5555. Norma says, Happy Valentine's Day to you and everyone at KTSA. Sending lots of hearts, hugs, and great appreciation for all you do every day. And thank you, Norma. We appreciate that. And another text here, auto insurance is also significantly up. Yeah, I mentioned that, and it is. It is way up, and it is a major problem. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. I'm Cheryl, and I'm living with sarcoidosis. Maker Hotline. As we roll forward this morning, your calls and text messages are always appreciated at 210-599-5555. Hope you have a great Valentine's Day today, and it is Ash Wednesday as well. Let's go to phones real quick. Hey, Paul, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, I often tell... uh... Uh, family, friends, and my little political group, uh, listen to this guy. Uh, if you really want to know what's going on in America, you got to listen to this. I'll post your site, too. Uh, that, that aside, uh, um, you said something that clicked uh, some information. Uh, you were talking about uh, Brennan and Obama uh, forming aspiring to uh, uh, spy on Trump when he was campaigning and his associates like 26 associates, and something clicked to me. Uh, a video I saw, a very brief video, uh, and it was uh, January 6th. Uh, Trump uh, ended up in, I believe, a, a bunker at that day um, as a precaution and everything. And uh, they put out a video. Uh, it had to been Trump because... Uh, uh, they were all all in 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 this area, and uh, and I believe that day they were uh, celebrating one of the the Trump kids' uh, um, birthday. Okay. And uh, in a very short, about five seconds, uh, Trump comes to the camera and he sh- and he and he holds up a red, uh, uh, red uh, a binder. Okay, quick, go ahead. And uh, well, you mentioned a, oh, a Mar- Mar-a-Lago, yeah. Mar-a-Lago that the yeah. that the FBI was looking for right. a uh, yeah. binder. That's a good point, Paul. I got to jump because uh, I got news coming up. But thank you very much, and I appreciate you spreading the word about the show. Really do. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, what he's referring to is earlier in the show. I had this blockbuster report, and we're working on getting Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, either or, or both, on the show ASAP to talk about their new reporting that is out. That shows that Obama and Brennan, Brennan was the head of the CIA, had the CIA foreign ops folks in our five English-speaking nations in which we work with on, on spying, began before he was elected to spy on Donald Trump in 2016 when he announced for the presidency, and 26 of Donald Trump's associates. This is huge. Big, big, big news. They were spying on Trump and 26 of his associates with, um, you know, election interference. But here's where it gets really interesting, and Paul alluded to this, that they cannot find a binder that had all the details about this operation, this spy operation, this espionage against a political opponent headed up by Barack Obama and John Brennan. They can't find the binder, and it is believed that that binder was at Mar-a-Lago, and that's why the FBI raided it. Um, Jimmy, real quick, I want to play cut number seven here, and it's a little bit of a long cut, but you got to hear the entire thing. We just spent a lot of time talking about what's going on with the economy, with the high prices in our country. Elaine asked me, where did you get the info on the housing? 
I did a lot of research yesterday when the new numbers broke on the inflation, the CPI, Consumer Price Index, the cost of housing, the cost of food and fuel. Uh, it's high everywhere. Uh, these these prices are going back up. They're not coming down. We have a major financial crisis here in this country. They're not going to be able to prop this up much longer. And one of the major issues are the illegal aliens that you and I are paying for. Marco Rubio did a breakdown of how much illegal aliens are making versus retired Americans. Listen to this. One of the things I see a lot in South Florida are people that have been in this country, they maybe came from Cuba 45 years ago. They've worked here their entire lives. They retire. They get $800, $900, $1,000 a month from Social Security. And then they run into somebody who just got here from Cuba three months ago, 29 years old, doesn't work, and is given $1,500 a month in benefits by our government because they're refugees. That refugee, a year later, is traveling back to Cuba 15 times. So you're a refugee fleeing oppression from a place that you now go back and visit 15 times the following year. And in the meantime, we're giving you Medicaid, food stamps, uh, health care for your children, cash payments from the refugee fund. So imagine if you've been working here for 40 years and your Social Security check is smaller than the benefits going to a 28-year-old able-bodied person who just got here that's real that happens that's happening every day think that about makes that. no sense think about that somebody comes here from cuba and because they're a refugee they're making more money off the government than retirees in the very same place and they use that money to revisit cuba more than 15 times a country which they escaped and now they're relying on the american taxpayer and oh they're relying on those retirees who paid into the system as well. The whole thing is corrupt, and it's time in November to change it with a vote for Donald Trump. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware for D. Good morning and happy Valentine's Day, Angel. And good morning to my fellow Americans. This is the show that's about liberty and truth, arming you with the truth so you'll never be a slave. To any man, our government, Trey Ware here, KTSA. Derek and Rockdale texting this morning. Happy Valentine's Day to Elaine, Trey, Jimmy, Don. Love all you guys. You always start my day out right. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, Derek. We appreciate that. And the phones are always open at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Huge news day. So hang on tight, baby, because we're going to go through this whirlwind of news. Definitely want to hear your thoughts on this, but I want to arm you with the truth. This is your opportunity to make a change in this country, and it starts individually. It's time we stop relying on our politicians to make the change. we got to do it. And this starts with finding and capturing those who attacked this 81-year-old man over at North Star Mall. We have put the link to the video up on the Treyware page, ktsa.com. I would like for you to check that out. And if you happen to see these folks anywhere, call police. Do not approach them yourself. Do not do anything with them or to them at all. Call police. Let's find them. Now, there are a couple of reasons that we want to find them. Number one is we want to make sure that they are prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. The man hit his head on the bottom of the uh, uh, escalator, bleeding, internal injuries, a broken finger, and several bruises and contusions. 
There are three people, a man and two women, in this video. There is absolutely no excuse for this, and we must stop this before it becomes the norm in San Antonio. Now, people have been saying to me over the past couple of days since we've been talking about this, well, he's going to face Joe Gonzalez, who's just going to let him go, let him go, Joe. I understand that. But there's two things. Number one, this is, this is why I want this video out there. This is why I want everybody on the lookout. Number one, I want to find out if they're in this country legally. They might be, but I want to know that for sure. Because we're not going to have in San Antonio, Texas, illegal aliens random attacks like they have in New York and Chicago and Los Angeles. And number two, we will, on this show, hold the sheriff accountable, or well, the sheriff and the DA accountable to pressing the maximum charges against these individuals. So the video is up, or the link to the video, Treyware page, ktsa.com. Again, do not approach these folks. Don't encounter these folks. But if you see their faces somewhere, call police. Now, in a historic vote last night, a cabinet secretary has not been impeached by the U.S. Congress since 1876. Alejandro Mayorkas has been impeached, and as you've been hearing on the station, ABC has lost their mind. This is not a big deal. It's by real close, razor-thin one vote. I don't care what the liberal media has to say. Alejandro Mayorkas is a criminal. He's a traitor to the U.S. Constitution, and he needs to be held to account as a traitor to the United States Constitution. He is a lawyer who was put in that position, and I played for you the sound from 2015 where Joe Biden says, and Alejandro Mayorkas is sitting right next to him, 2015, where Joe Biden says, we will bring in an unending flow of illegal immigration into this country, and they're doing it right now. And Alejandro Mayorkas is the one who worked our system to collapse our border, to bring the death and the crime that's happening here in our country, so he should face impeachment for this. There were three Republicans who voted against it. Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin, Ken Buck from Colorado, Tom McClintock from California, all of those big blue states. Primary those guys next time and get them out of office. Joe Biden's ex-account. Remember, I don't say Joe Biden because he wouldn't know how to post on X if he had to in a life and death emergency. History will not look kindly on House Republicans for their blatant act of unconstitutional partisanship that has targeted an honorable public service in order to play petty political games. Well, you know what? That's exactly what Pencilneck and Pelosi did to Donald Trump. Petty political games when they impeached him twice. And Donald Trump didn't break any laws, didn't break any constitutional laws. He didn't violate the Constitution, not one time. Not one time. Alejandro Mayorkas has violated the Constitution. And it's time to hold him accountable. So I don't know how familiar you are with the process, but the way this works is now he has been indicted, if you want to look at it that way, like a grand jury indicts a criminal. He's been indicted. The articles of impeachment will be placed into a box, a wooden box, and it's a ceremonial thing, very solemn. Because this is an important thing. As the Speaker said yesterday, next to declaring war, impeachment is the most important or most solemn thing that we do in D.C. They will walk those articles of impeachment over to the Senate, and it's up to the Senate to have the trial. They can have a straight up or down vote, or they can go through the trial itself Monday through Saturday and decide whether or not he needs to be removed from office. You know, as Joe Biden put out that statement, or his Twitter account, X account, put out that a statement, he didn't say anything 
about the 94% increase in fentanyl deaths since 2019 because of the open border and our children. Hundreds of thousands of our kids dying from fentanyl. Or he didn't say anything about more and more people from the terror watch lists being encountered at the border than in the previous six years combined. So it is time to impeach many more. It's time to impeach Joe Biden because he has violated his constitutional oath at the border as well. And in many other cases, Tony Bobolinsky before the House yesterday, testifying that Joe Biden has indeed, and Tony Bobolinsky would know, he was in business with Hunter Biden, and he met on a number of occasions with Joe Biden and Chinese officials who were with Joe Biden, selling influence and selling us out to China. Now, on to the war in Ukraine. Joe Biden rejected a proposal from Vladimir Putin two years ago to end the war in Ukraine. He had a chance. Putin's intermediaries met with our intermediaries in uh, in Turkey in 2023 to sit down and, and hammer out a proposal. And Putin said to our representatives in Turkey, hey, listen, we're ready to, to end it right where it is and move on with life. Joe Biden said no. And in this horrific, awful, slurring, terrible speech he gave yesterday, we know why. He made it abundantly clear that it's about the industrial-military complex. When he said, money goes to the military-industrial complex, it allows us to invest in maintaining and strengthening our own defense manufacturing capacity. Letting the cat out of the bag, what President Eisenhower warned us about, the industrial-military complex, meaning the guys that makes the bombs and the bullets, this is the reason we're sending so much of our armaments to Ukraine. So the boys in that industry can continue to make the big bucks and pass those big bucks on to Joe Biden and others, other corrupt politicians. Meanwhile, in that $95 billion bill, not one cent is offset by any cuts, none whatsoever. It's $95 billion in more borrowing, more deficit spending. Within that bill, I told you about the poison pill that would impeach Donald Trump if he ends it when he gets into office. There's also about $10 billion to go to, quote, humanitarian aid. That's all it says, humanitarian aid, which... Recent history over the past three years under Joe Biden, that, quote, humanitarian aid has gone to the NGOs that have set up that network and that infrastructure south of us to bring illegal aliens into the country. So in this legislation, there's $10 billion in there to pay for more illegal immigrants to come into the country. There is not one cent to reimburse the cities like San Antonio who are millions and millions of dollars into debt working this illegal alien operation, this human smuggling operation. San Antonio's got about a $15 million debt bringing these people here and flying them out, housing them, feeding them, giving them airplane rides. $15 million or thereabouts that San Antonio is in debt. And not one penny to reimburse the cities, all of the $10 billion goes to bring more illegal aliens in the country. And by the way, 
with the $61 billion that goes directly to Ukraine, I did a little math. To build the border wall south of us, it's $20 million a mile, thereabouts, give or take. There's a few, few times and a few places where it might be a tad bit higher, but averages, right? We're talking averages, $20 million a mile. 2,000 miles of border. $61 billion would way more, way more than pay for a great border wall to cover every square inch of the border between us and Mexico. But instead, for Joe Biden, the Democrats, and yes, those Republicans I told you about yesterday, including John Cornyn, the border of Ukraine is more important than the border of the U.S. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Want to hear from you? Give me a call. Let's talk about it. I'll tell you about Surface and all the great folks at Surface SA. Surface is about porcelain. Well, they're about all kinds of surfaces in your home, right, or your business. And right now, the future of stone is porcelain. I've been telling you about that for several months now, and I hope you've checked it out. If you haven't had a chance to do that yet, they've got a great website at surfacesa.com, surfacesa.com. Porcelain is tough. It'll last. It'll look beautiful. You're one and done when you put porcelain on your countertops, your island tops, your countertops, and your bathroom, wherever you may have counters or even wall space. People are putting a wall space in living areas and also dining rooms. Porcelain looks great anywhere, and because it's so tough, you can just put it up and forget about it. comes in every color and color combinations that you can imagine. Professionally installed by the Surface Pros at SurfaceSA.com, SurfaceSA.com. And right now, mention Trey Ware and get $1,000 off your installation. Hey, look, it was Corian at one time, and that was great. And then it became granite, and that was great too. But now, porcelain is it. Porcelain is the top, and you got to check it out. SurfaceSA.com. Going to be mostly cloudy today, right around 65 for the high. More clouds tomorrow and 73. Cooler temperatures ahead this weekend. Right now it's 44 KTSA. Good morning. Your commute definitely starting to fill in. Hey, as well. New stunning report about espionage at the highest levels against a political opponent, namely Donald Trump. I'm going to get to that in just a couple of seconds. 210-599-5555. Call or text me at that number. And Lee, you're on KTSA. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Trey. Hey, uh, you need to go back and check out what uh, Jesse Walters last night. Uh, he uh, showed up. Biden, he went and bought some uh, fried chicken, took it over to these black folks' house, and he was talking to a little boy there about, you know, in athletics and stuff. And he said, well, I've got a hamburger. Yeah. And can you imagine if Trump did that? Mm. Well, he'd be the biggest racist. They'd be talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that a couple of days ago, and I I brought that up yesterday. And yes, um, it it was it, racist is best. But Lee, I got to tell you, he's a racist, right? We went through the whole corn pop thing, you know. We all watched that. We watched about he calls uh, black children roaches in videos uh, that they used to love to play with his hair in the water and all this kind of stuff that he does. Uh, he's been a racist his entire life. He's been able to get away with it because he's had a protected status. Uh, he's been able to get away with threatening people like he threatened the Speaker of the House yesterday, and I believe that was a physical threat. So I, I expect nothing more out of Joe Biden. My expectations for him are extremely low. He's a corrupt, uh, malicious human being. He's malevolent. Uh, he's a jerk. <laughs> I don't know how else, you know, I, I typically don't do a lot of name calling, uh, but he is all of those things in, in reality. So it's not surprising that he would go to a home with a black man and his two black sons and – 
first of all, pander to the black community because he's losing the black vote in America. For the first time, a Democrat is losing the black vote. He's losing the black vote. And then to use, you know, fried chicken. You know, we're going to have fried chicken here. Why don't you tell me about your basketball? Oh, that's crazy. You play basketball. That way. You're really good at basketball, huh? Remember when he said that Obama was one of the clean blacks? Mm-hmm. Speaking of Obama, stunning report out this morning. Mike Schellenberg and Matt Taibbi, and they have been invited to join us on the show. Stunning. Their reporting is indicating now that in 2015, 2016, when Donald Trump announced that he was running for president, Barack Hussein Obama got with John Brennan, an avowed communist, an avowed anti-Trumper. And you don't have to take my word for John Brennan's history. John Brennan voted for the Communist Party. Since then, John Brennan has moved on, like the rest of the anti-Trumpers, to be hired by MSNBC and CNN in order to bash Trump. Now follow this very closely, because if this plays out the way Schellenberg and uh, and Taibbi lay it out. This is huge. This is one of the biggest stories to ever hit our nation. According to their report, Barack Obama taxed John Brennan, which was not hard because Brennan wanted to do this, apparently, and the CIA, because Brennan was the head of the CIA, to enroll our foreign ops in the English-speaking countries, there's five of those that we work with for espionage, to launch a spy network and a spying job, espionage, on Donald Trump, a political opponent. We talk a lot about being in a, in a banana republic. Well, here we are. This started before Donald Trump was elected and continued after he was elected. Years ago, I was talking about the soft coup, which means nonviolent coup, that was being carried out by the swamp, by the sewer, and an amalgamation of the different various groups there, meaning the CIA, the NSA, the, the uh, FBI, and others involved in this, and, and again, at the highest levels. And they had them spy on Donald Trump and 26 of his associates named in this report that they opened a spying organization to spy on Donald Trump and 26 of his associates in order to mess with or interfere in the 2016 election. And there's two more very important points. They brought that back in 2020, apparently, and the most stunning of all, ladies and gentlemen, apparently all of the details about this spying operation are contained in a binder, which they cannot find that binder. And it is believed that that binder was at Mar-a-Lago. And according to the reports, it's believed that that's why the FBI was ordered to raid Mar-a-Lago and find that binder. And according to, again, the reports, they didn't find it. Is it possible 
that that's why Donald Trump faces what he faces in a thousand years in jail? Is it possible that the sewer is after him because he's got the goods on the sewer? And when he's president again, he's going to blow it wide open and they're all going to go to jail. Maybe Joe has the binder and that's why he's still able to run. Never know. Hess Fitness Products is a great company. Uh, Albert Kessler is one of the greatest individuals you'll ever meet. They have a real heart and a dedication to you working out in a way that makes sense for you. Because the way I like to work out doesn't make sense for my wife. And the way you like to work out doesn't make sense for the next guy. And on and on it goes, right? We're all different. We all have different designs on why we want to work out. We all have different abilities and disabilities, if you will. We all have, you know, hopes and dreams for, you know, a longer life or better health or whatever. And your friends over at Hess Fitness Products will help you find the right uh, workout gear and equipment that's right for you. Albert has done a great job finding the best equipment in the world with the best warranties, and he offers it with the best price guarantee. This is all at Hess Fitness Products. But then he has found the best individuals to work for him in those stores so that they will find out what you can and cannot do and match you with the right piece of equipment for you. And they have it all, by the way, all the equipment. You work out in the comfort and safety of your own home, not having to get into expensive gym memberships and so on and so forth. Log on to the website at HessFitness.com or... See their great store. It's under the big red and white sign. Hest Fitness, 281 between Thousand Oaks and Brook Hollow. QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran. Wear 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Wear page, KTSA.com. Every Wednesday at this time, my friend John Hayward from Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero Year One, joins me here and we talk about political stuff that's going on. And John, you and I have not talked since that stunning report dropped last Thursday night from special counsel her that says joe biden is not uh, mentally sound enough to face a uh, trial which means um <laughs> we we have a constitutional and a presidential crisis in this country it's a crisis you and i have talked about over and over again but it's now been confirmed by the uh, department of justice it's a crisis but i think the democrats think they're going to make it past this one i think maybe one more might be it but i think they feel that they've absorbed this blow they attacked the prosecutor they ran the clinton playbook and savaged everybody that released this information as being inappropriate and then their media cranked out a wave of articles you probably saw them over the last couple of days that said hey memory loss is no big deal and uh, you know biden just has an alternative form of intelligence that maybe is not well understood by science blah 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 and they think that's it they, they think they've got that under control and it's back to the regular election Dynamic. And how are they wrong? <laughs> I mean, you know, well, you look at this, they have done this so many times. Going back to what you said, Clinton. And, and, you know, the mechanics here have never changed. It's hard to replace a presidential candidate, darn near impossible. They're not going to do it unless Biden actually becomes incapable of running. As long as they think there's some chance they can run him, they're kind of stuck with him. They don't have a good alternative plan B anyway. So this is not enough to change those calculations. If he gets a lot worse or there's another crisis of this magnitude, that might make them start rethinking their options. But I think for right now, Biden's the candidate. Well, as you and I always say, though, this is another way for Republicans, if they'll capitalize on it uh to run the tape of this as we were talking about with the illegal aliens walking out you know fingering the entire country with their with the middle finger that they can now run the the commercials uh if they'll do it 
of this her report and all the slurring of Joe Biden, the where do I stand stuff with Joe Biden, the falling of Joe Biden, all of those things where we see exactly the way he is. And, and you know, one more thing about this that I've been talking about the past several days, Merrick Garland really has uh, one choice to make. Either Joe Biden is competent enough to stand trial, as as all of these people in the media and, and his acolytes are saying, that, oh, yeah, he can, he can, he's, he's competent. Well, then he's competent enough to stand trial in which he should be impeached for this. Or, number two, he's not competent to stand trial, which means 25th Amendment, and that means removal. And, and they're not going to do either. I know, I, I realize that. But if we were actually living in something other than a banana republic that's run by the left in this country and the socialists in this country, that's what would happen. Well, and some of this has to come down to we the people, too, that we put yes. up with this, that we're willing to settle for this. I think it's almost comically appropriate that this brain-dead government is run by somebody with severe mental handicaps, because I think that really sums up where America's at right now. But as far as the voters are concerned, uh, you mentioned the, the illegal aliens flashing the finger at people. That was in New York, and the Democrats just won a special election in New York. So, I mean, there, there's really not any compelling evidence here that the electorate is voting on its preferences or that it's making a political connection here. Or, if you prefer, the Democrat machine is still working. Ballot harvesting, early turnout was huge in that special election. So that's still working, and the Republicans still don't seem to have developed an effective counter to it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, again, you mentioned that with Sousa last night, and he wins, and uh, and that's a Democrat replacing Santos, that seat where they bounced him out. And you're right. I mean, uh, New York is suffering more than just about any other state besides Texas, obviously, in the illegal immigration crisis, and, and they go ahead and they vote for a leftist Democrat to replace a Republican up there. There is no hope for those folks. They're just totally lost. That's a worrisome sign as you go into the general election. Are some of these factors going to be present in other states as well? Yeah. You know, there's all these polls that say the Republicans have a gigantic advantage on the issues, double digits on every issue that people claim to care about, and yet the Democrats keep winning and overperforming their polling. This goes all the way back to the midterms. The midterm polls, remember, the Democrats were doomed. It was going to be the worst election ever, and they did fine. So, I mean, they keep outperforming their polling, and you have to think a great deal of that is due to this machine that they've built to take advantage of the new post-pandemic voting rules it's working really, really well, and there's no sign Republicans even understand how to fight it yet. Last night, the House did vote to uh, impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Your thoughts? I think it was an important symbolic gesture. He richly deserves to be impeached, but we always knew that was only a symbol. The question is, what are they going to do with it? Now that they've made the symbolic gesture, is that the end of it? We know the Senate's not going to impeach him. You know, he's, he's fine. He's not going anywhere. But is, are they going to leave it there, or are they going to build an effective political campaign in the coming year around issues like this? And that's going to require a degree of organization we haven't really seen from the Republican Party, and it's going to require money that I don't think they have. So I mean, it's going to be a big question here is how do they capitalize on this? Let's talk about that for just a second before I bring up the CPI numbers and the inflation numbers that came out yesterday. We'll dive into that in a second. But, uh, you know, there's a move right now to replace Rona Romney McDaniel at the top of the uh, RNC. Um, and when we learned about this, we started to dig into how much money the RNC actually has. The report I saw, and this was stunning to me, John, is Republicans only have $8 million on hand. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what is that, uh, 2%, 5% of what the Democrats have? I mean, that's not going to do it in a general election. And we found, as, as this scandal broke out, that they frittered away a lot of money on silly things, and they don't have money to spend effectively in political districts. And it's going to take money in order to work against the machine that they're fighting against in all these states that they're hoping to win. And I don't know where they're going to get that money from. Well, yeah, uh, they can't depend on corporate donors, because all that money is going to go to Democrats, because the Democrats opened up our southern border, and the major 
corporations are benefiting from that. And also with the DEI thing, major corporations have been politicized. In many cases, they've become effectively arms of the Democrat Party at the leadership level. So, I mean, corporate America's money is all locked down by the left, which is why you don't hear the left complaining about corporate money in politics yeah. anymore. That song suddenly ended, didn't it? Yeah. They're not saying a peep about dark money or corporate money anymore because it's all theirs. Really good point. Uh, let me get to the inflation numbers that came out yesterday. Inflation is up over last year. It's, uh, it's surging again. It's trending in the upward direction instead of trending down and i've just got a few numbers to toss out here without getting into the weeds too much but just to get your your thoughts on food up 21 percent rent up 19 percent power electricity so on and so forth up 29 percent 60 percent of americans are struggling to buy groceries today average american earnings are down three percent now with the fact that inflation is there you're making less and so it's harder for you to to pay the bills um cpi consumer price index higher than it's ever been rick santelli broke this down uh yesterday and showed that it's higher than it's ever been so we're paying more apples to apples oranges to oranges for the for the goods under biden the price of a gallon of gas nationally has been above three dollars for 974 days in a row 62 percent of americans are living paycheck to paycheck according to cnbc not fox news or bright party those right wingers cnbc is reporting that and then when you break down the mortgage situation in America, because they're having to drive the interest rates up so high to entice China to buy more of the debt so we can give $95 billion and $61 billion to Ukraine, which there's not a penny of offset in any of that. So when you break down the mortgage situation in America now, under Donald Trump, $2,000 a month house payment got you a house worth over $460,000. Under Joe Biden, that same $2,000 a month house payment buys you a $290,000 home because the vast majority of that is to pay interest. What do you think? I think this is really hurting the Democrats. This is the one issue they haven't been able to spin away, and God knows they've tried. And they've tried. They've basically called voters stupid for not understanding how miraculous and wonderful the Biden economy is, and it alienated them. So, you know, that's not working. But is this, again, an issue the Republicans are going to capitalize on? you got to run against this if you're going to win, if, if the party's going to do well. And I get the sense a lot of voters personally blame Biden for this. They link it to his, his mental incapacity, and they just figure he's horrible at running the economy. So maybe comes November. Trump is going to do well personally against Biden and beat him. But then at the congressional level, are the Republicans as a party going to come together and fight this? And what will they run on? It's not enough to just say, hey, this is terrible and things were better before Joe Biden came along. You got to tell people, what are you going to do? How are you going to turn this around? And that is going to require the Republicans to speak out against entitlement spending, which they are very, very reluctant to do. So we might come to a situation where the public hates what's happening now and they generically distrust the Democrats to be able to fix it, but the Republicans don't convince them that they can fix it. Well, that's a great answer. And of course, you can't do it with $8 million. With any kind of messaging, with any kind of uh, ad buy or anything, $8 million on hand is certainly not going to cut it. Yeah, and how do you stand against the sheer force, the tidal wave of a multi-trillion dollar government financed by all this deficit spending that's killing us, that's driving up interest rates and blowing inflation through the roof? Where is the leader who will stand up against that? Is, is Donald Trump ready to be that leader, or is he going to spend the whole campaign complaining about the 2020 election? Very good. John Hayward, as always, man. Brilliance. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you again soon. That's John Hayward, Breitbart.com. Check him out there. The author of Dr. Zero, Year One, Herman's Son's Life. What great folks. They have been providing protection for Texas families 
Since 1861, at Herman's Sons Life, they offer all kinds of insurance products and annuities for you. Whole and term life insurance available to you, whichever you choose, whichever you prefer. You might have both, you know, term on some members and hold on others. Whatever works best for you. And their great associates at Herman Sons Life can uh, can walk you through that entire process and explain it all to you. As far as fixed annuities are concerned, they're currently earning 5% interest with a 2% guarantee payback to you, which means when you enter into your retirement and you start to receive your annuity check, you know exactly how much you're going to get per month so that you can plan ahead, plan accordingly for your retirement. And Herman Sons offers all these things while at the same time investing in the future of our country by taking care of our kids with youth camps and grief camps for our children, really investing into the future of our nation and in the future of our children. That's what Herman Sons has always done. That's what they're doing right now. And that's why I wanted you to know about them. Find out more today by just giving them a call, inviting one of their agents to visit with you about how Herman Sons life insurance products and their annuities can help you and about how they're helping the future of our country. Herman Sons Life, 210-527-9113. Trey Ware here. Hicks Carpet One in San Antonio. 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Hey, guys, next time Don Morgan takes a day off, that's our guy right there. Good morning. He's got to have a voice like the voice Don Morgan. And that guy, man. How's everybody doing? It's Valentine's. Any Valentine? Well, I know I'm looking at Jimmy, but Jimmy's like, Valentine's Schmalentine's. Elaine's the only person who's going to get me anything today. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have anybody else bringing me chocolate. None of the dogs are? What about are? your nieces and nephews? <laughs> dogs. I told you I ranked those little idiots. <laughs> <laughs> You just called your Maybe nieces and nephews idiots? <laughs> no, I have, a, I have 11. I have 11 of them, and they get a monthly ranking based on who keeps in touch with Uncle Jimmy. Really? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and Brody Brody Eldred is at the bottom. Oh. He is ranked 11. Oh, man. But he's only three months old, so, you know, he may no have No money a... for you in the wheel. Oh, yeah, no, and their, their moms always tell him, you'd be nice to Uncle Jimmy because he has no kids. Uh-huh. I'll leave him stuff. What about, uh, what about Georgia there, Don? Huh? What about Valentine's with Georgia? What's going on with you guys? I'm sure she'll see about 35 <laughs> patients today <laughs> and have no patients by the time she gets home. So <laughs> well, tell them about the voodoo doll you got her. What? Oh. <laughs> you got her you stick did. pin? Did you really? You didn't send no. him the picture. Pin huh? he no, sent you I, a picture I, of the doll. I, you know those Funko Pop things that you see in the stores? Sure. For, well, I had one made of me. And, uh, oh, kind of like Build-A-Bear. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was funny, so I kind of handed it to her a couple of days ago. And did she think it was funny? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. She said it has more personality than the actual <laughs> oh! human being. So. <laughs> and he, he planned ahead. He got it early. It's oh. holding a little heart. Man. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Really? So I got to ask you guys. Well, you know, something. there'll be more than that, I'm sure. But that, you know, that was just the warm up. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be more. Uh, <laughs> swift kick. So yeah. uh, I walk in this morning, and on my desk here is uh, Funky Monkey from Elaine, which she calls me <laughs> Monkey. I call uh, Monkey. And I, you know, that's what I've always called Annabelle too. Is Monkey? Hey, Monkey. So Funky Monkey chocolates. So thank you, Elaine. And then some gummies here the uh gummy gold, bears don't gold, get excited anybody gold bear well wait a minute i was, I was gonna ask i wanted to ask jimmy some cbd gummies. well yeah i was gonna ask jimmy Calm because his ass down well yeah i, I, I 
Jim, Jimmy's been on the road for a long time. So, Jimmy, what does CBD 5% and THC 10% mean? I have no idea what that means. What it is mean, that? It means it's weak. <laughs> you better eat a handful. Yeah. yeah well, don't there's be, only don't 13 in this package, so should I well, eat all 13? Well, there you go. Eat the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Elaine. We'll see what happens. For, for the gummies, I've never seen CBD or THC on a package before. I see sugar, but I've never seen that, so... Yeah. Wrong kind of gummies. <laughs> I get those in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason. She goes to Vegas every other weekend. Now we know why. Right. That's the first place the limo drivers take you now. Uh-huh. They don't even ask about the liquor store. The first thing they ask You're is kidding. dispensary or liquor store. Yep. You, you know, I haven't been there in a long time, but last time I was there, you could smell the dope in oh, the air. Oh, God, yeah. You walk around and go, wow. I'm we getting, walk, it's we like, walk to, we stay at the Palazzo, we go to Walgreens, yeah. and you get a contact high just well, on the strip. That's what I was going to say. It's like going to a Willie Nelson 4th of July <laughs> concert, man. Well, that's wow. why that's why the Whataburger's two stories tall well, is because go. everyone's right. got the munchies. <laughs> right? You Based see the, the whole block. The line at Whataburger. Dude, every Texan was there. It's, they, like, you know the Vegas people that live there, they stay away when there's a big event in town, oh, like yeah. the Super Bowl. Right, yeah. But they opened it up during the Super Bowl weekend, and every Texan I knew that lived in Vegas <laughs> went so down to there. the Strip, went down to Whataburger, and got their burger. Wow. So Vegas really is Sin City now. Really has changed, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I see it in other cities. We were in Seattle last year, and same thing. And, and, you know, in Seattle, they actually just walk down the street. You know people walk down the street smoking cigarettes? Yeah. They walk down the street just smoking joints. You go, what? How do you do that? Well, it's legal. They can mm-hmm. do it. Eh. It's, it's not enforced in a lot of Texas towns. Some people call New Bronsterdam instead of New Braunfels. <laughs> yeah. You walk around New Braunfels, you'll smell it. They're not smoking dope up there. Are no. they really? Oh, don't be so prude. Oh, yeah. And at the stop signs, you always say that you smell it yeah. when you're driving. Yes. In New Bronsterdam. Yeah. You see a big old cloud of smoke coming out of well, a driver's mirror I t- or a window. <laughs> no, she's right. You know what happens is you get on the motorcycle and you're behind these cars that are going real slow. And mm. when I say slow, I mean real slow down river road. I mean like yeah. two miles an hour, and there's no traffic jam. They're just It's clear in front of them, but they're going two miles an hour down Cheech River Road. And, Chong. and then you smell it, and, yeah, you start to smeet. You see it, like Cheech and Chong coming out the windows, and you right. smell it. And it's like, whoa. No, no, we just have a high, dense population of skunks. That's all we Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, Elaine, thank you for the gummies. You're very welcome. Happy Valentine's Day, Thank you very Day, much, everybody. Elaine. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday as well. Back in a minute, KTSA. You want to know the difference between Steve Allison and Mark?